You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we record this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, as well as the Wanarua and the Gamilaroi people. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane and welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Here are the evening news headlines for Friday, May 13. With just over one week until the federal election, the war of words between Prime Minister Scott Morrison and his would-be replacement, Anthony Albanese, has escalated. With the polls showing the ALP leader as the preferred PM, Mr Morrison today vowed to change his ways if he's re-elected, saying Australians know I can be a bit of a bulldozer when it comes to issues. As we go into this next period on the other side of the pandemic, I know that things are going to have to change with the way I do things. Mr Albanese jumped on the comments, responding, Well, Scott Morrison has today said he's a bulldozer. That is, a bulldozer wrecks things. A bulldozer knocks things over. I'm a builder, that's what I am. If I'm elected Prime Minister, I will build things in this country. Meanwhile, at the National Press Club in Canberra, Foreign Minister Maurice Payne has faced off against Shadow Foreign Minister Penny Wong over the government's handling of the Solomon Islands security deal with China. Senator Wong took aim at the government, saying it has been too slow to respond to a series of crises, including the bushfires, floods, vaccines, rapid antigen tests, and it would be too dangerous to allow this to happen with China. But Senator Payne rejected the accusation, saying that when it comes to relationships in the Asia-Pacific, the coalition has shown they will not bend to coercion and highlighted their increased defence spending. Queenslanders are on high alert as millions of residents endure a second flood emergency in just three months. Severe weather has brought flash flooding to numerous areas with Capricornia, Wide Bay and Burnett and the southeast coast suffering particularly heavy falls. Flood warnings remain in place for dozens of locations right across the state, with Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk saying that while dam storages are now at 95%, controlled releases will be used to keep them at a manageable level. The Bureau of Meteorology has warned that the situation is continuing to change and residents need to remain vigilant. The investigation into a massive cocaine haul found at the New South Wales port of Newcastle is continuing, with police releasing images of a couple they're trying to track down in connection with the illicit find. The case began with the discovery of the body of a diver wearing specialised equipment on Monday, before a man was detained at Cairns Airport trying to board a flight to Singapore on Wednesday. Now, officers from Strikeforce Groove are asking the public to help locate a man and woman of South American appearance whom they believe arrived in Australia by boat. 
Police say they suspect as much as 300 kilograms of cocaine may have been transported on the cargo ship Areti GR, which came to Australia from Argentina. Ukrainian prosecutors have launched an investigation after CCTV footage surfaced allegedly showing the moment when Russian soldiers shot two unarmed civilians. The video was pieced together by the BBC, which reports that the daughter of one of the men said, My dad was not a military man at all. He was a pensioner. They killed a 65-year-old. What for? It's just one of over 10,000 possible war crimes being investigated by the Ukrainian prosecutor's office. Dungutty artist Black Douglas, also known as Adam Hill, has become the second Indigenous person to win the prestigious Archibald Prize for his portrait of Wiradjuri artist Carla Dickens. The painting depicts his friend knee-deep in muddy waters in her hometown in Lismore, in Bundjalung country, holding buckets of water, reflecting on the harm done by the Northern River's floods earlier this year. The auspicious accolade comes with a prize of $100,000, with the winning image to go on display as part of the Archibald, Wynne and Sulman prize exhibitions from this Saturday at the Art Gallery of New South Wales. That's your evening news headlines. If you want more from The Quickie, check out today's deep dive on why we love cooking competitions, whether they be on our favourite TV shows or in our own home with friends.